We so often wait until a scary diagnosis to take our health seriously, but research shows us that at least 80% of chronic diseases can be prevented by lifestyle choices. The Holistic Health Summit was designed to empower you to take control of your health, whether it be in recovery from disease or in preventing it. Our lineup of world-class health experts will leave you with a plan and resources to help you and your family prevent disease and live a life of vitality. For more details, check out Achieve Wellness Clinic on Instagram and join us in Kissimmee, Florida on March 27th for the Holistic Health Summit. I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. Well, welcome to the Designed to Heal podcast. I am Jeff with Dr. Ben Rawl here. And today, buddy, it's just you and me. There's no guest on the line. Aww. There's banter. Me it's and you. Old school. You and me. And da, I, da, 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 yeah, da. yeah, and and I love how you're getting that you're bringing back the old tunes because we're we're talking about a trip down memory lane today, my friend, and yeah. just talking about, um, you know, because the world in the last couple of years, as as you may have noticed, has <laughs> <laughs> has, yeah. has been a bit different. You know, ah, there's okay. been some interesting things going on yeah. that are out there. You know, I mean, we're finding now, according to um. <laughs> according to let's see this is uh, medics i guess that are warning this now that the okay. whole reason that you know if you you may have noticed ben okay that we are having some um some heart attacks and okay. strokes and things like that at, mm -hmm. at younger ages i don't know it's weird but mm -hmm. but we know the answer because mm -hmm. because according to this uh this okay. article here okay medics are saying that this is the the cold snap cold weather cold weather okay okay freezing so, up freezing up the blood totally i mean okay. it makes total sense i mean here yeah. i was thinking it was global warming that was causing all oh, of this no, stuff no, that's happening out there snap. but it's the cold snaps you know it's not the okay global warming not that yeah dude um what is going on man you know jeff i literally <laughs> sit here i this 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 literally happened to me this morning i was i'm an early riser and i was yeah. just sitting down i was reading and, and i still two or three years later i still have these thoughts in my brain sometimes where i'm like is this does this really happen? Like I even today, I was like, I just had that flash of like, have we has this has this really happened? I mean, I still having these conversations. I think I saw yesterday, uh, Yosemite is is adding mask mandates yeah, back. I saw that. Um, mm -hmm. I see. You know, we're continuing to see more boosters. You know, yeah. things like that. And I'm just like, no, no, no. Like, is this still happening? Is this still happening? And so, yeah. what I wanted to do today is walk down through. You know, if any of you ever read 1984, if you haven't, I would recommend reading it. Um, as a matter of fact, there's a shirt I was saw the other day. It said, uh, "Let's uh, make 1984 nonfiction." Right? You know, or, or fiction. <laughs> sorry, or you know, bring back the you know, because it reads now like a documentary. It's, uh, it reads more like it's a history. Scary. But if you've never yeah. read that, I would really. Uh, the ending is rough because it doesn't end well, but it's it's an important read. Uh, meaning. Honestly, it's really it, it was a really enlightening book for for me to read. So, but I say this, but one in the book they talk about this thing called the memory hole, yeah. and where they they basically you know just remove things from the consciousness through because at that point in this in this there's a, the ministry of truth which we've actually seen start to happen in this nation. Yeah. Uh, if you've seen what happens yeah. with the Twitter file drops and all these things, where where the things that we suspected were happening in the background mm -hmm. have all been shown to be happening. Yeah. All right, and so what's what what we need to know is what we need to keep in front of our faces and kind of realize 
all of the different things that happened, things that were said, things that were we were coerced into. And we have to we have to hold that not just like out of spite or out of anger or out of, you know, you know, to, to keep kind of your face in it. But so it doesn't happen again. Okay, so we, we can learn what we fell for. We can so we don't yeah. fell. So we were just on a podcast with somebody. Then she was sharing when it was first happening. She was a glove wearing, double mask wearing, you know, yeah. s- social distance person yelling at people that weren't doing that. Yeah. And then when she woke up, it was literally like a one eighty. Yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh, this whole thing is ridiculous. And so depending so, so, on so real quick, then yeah. people are waking up. Yeah, I mean, I, I think and, so. Yeah. And look, and I, I, I opened this episode with a bit of snark there just because, you know, you read some of these. I mean, yeah. you send me texts sometimes. Right. And I'm going, dude, this is like my comedic relief right now. Like it's it's yeah. like like many things. It was funny. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like yeah. many things in life, you know, it's funny, but it's it's sad yeah. all at the same time. It's got a double element to it. And I think most people are are looking at the world like like I am now, like you have been for a whole mm, lot longer mm, mm-hmm. and are going the, the, like that's that's the line that they're trying to sell right. me on this right now. But the reality has been there's a whole lot of people too that are even more solidified mm, in mm-hmm. in their stance. In the I, I say the opposition, but I don't want to set up sides here because yeah. I don't believe the opposition is my neighbor that's that has a mask on, right? right? Or 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 has some of this stuff. To me, the opposition are the people that continue to for whatever. We, we do let's let's forget conspiracy theories. I don't right. even need to sure. get into that today sure. because the reality is is that many of us. Don't have access to those people. We're just trying to figure yeah. out, man, how do we navigate this yeah. this insane yeah. well, you, world that yeah. we live in right now? You bring up a couple of points. I just I I, I want to talk about it. And and we're gonna we're gonna walk our way through this. There's gonna be a lot of topics we're gonna talk about, but yeah. but one that you said is is conspiracy theory. So I'm with you. Um however, here would be my initial starting point. Yeah, I'm not what, denying those, no, no, by the way. Well, no, a, the know. things that we were told were conspiracy theories three years ago. Yeah are now coming out daily as the true thing that was yes, happening. Yes. So yes. you have to be, so we can't, I'm not saying you're doing this. We right. have to be careful that we, because we often like apologize for having critical thought or apologize for being skeptical it's or true. apologize for saying they're censoring this or they're shutting people down or there was, you know, the government is captured, you know, and Congress people are being paid off. And yeah. then you see yeah. the literal emails between Facebook, Twitter, and government officials literally naming people to remove all off of free speech I know, platforms I know, I know. and it's everything you thought was happening that wasn't a conspiracy theory but they told you it wasn't happening yep. so yep. i we you know i no, remember right. you know that's a fair point you're uh, you're 100 right on i saw one time it said uh, the difference between a conspiracy theory and truth says about six months right uh, <laughs> and and this is and so i don't want now we always you know and, and, and i know you're a tech guy jeff you know they call in in the tech world right the people that bought the first vcr the first microwave they, the early adopters the early right adopters yeah. and then there's uh-huh. the the leg you know the end guys yeah. and then the yeah. body people in the middle yeah. well so yeah sure in this instance i was an early adopter of truth, yes. meaning it's because I've lived in the alternative healthcare world. This stuff didn't make sense to me from the very beginning. For some people, it's so, but here's what I'd say when you, when you say about your neighbor, um, and we know we've had, you know, um, you know, a psychiatrist on here. I'm thinking about, um, our guest, um, oh my gosh, uh, the, the uh, McDonald, who's a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. right. And a pediatric psychiatrist. And yeah. he, and he, you know, he said, if a person now is wearing a mask, like out in the street or by themselves or whatever, he goes, no, 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 they have a mental health problem, right? So here's my reason I'm bringing this up. I'm not looking at like you have to judge them like the enemy, mm-hmm. but, but, but you, 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 so here's what my concern is, Jeff. I don't want to move into this place where we just become apathetic against 
ridiculousness, okay? There is a normalization of ridiculous things that happen. It's not normal to take your temperature before you get on a plane. It's not normal. We used to have to do this, yeah, right? It's not normal to have to, you know, take a test before and after to go to school. There was not normal to, before I could fly or I couldn't fly to another country because I looked at somebody that was sick a week ago and I haven't quarantined for 10 days. Mm -hmm. These are all things that have happened, right? That in, even in some ways are, are still happening. So I'm going to continue to contend against stupidity. I'm going to continue to contend against a person that is believing a lie. Okay. When I used to believe that there was a monster under my bed, or for some reason I have this memory that there was, there was a lion in my closet. I'm not sure what that means. There's probably some deep meaning to this, mm -hmm. but there was a lion in my closet. And so my dad came in, turned on the light and opened the door and showed me there wasn't a lion in my closet. Mm -hmm. I could have swore there was a lion in my closet. Matter of fact, probably concerned he was going to get eaten by that lion until we went in there and my big tough dad, you know, my age now said, you know, look at, there's no lie in there, big guy. So we, we have to, Ben, there was something that we've been waiting all these years to tell you. <laughs> the, the, he was there. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> well, so the reason I, I'm saying but this about point, the neighbor, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that you have to be mean to them or spray paint their house or, or ridicule them or throw eggs over the fence. However, absolutely do maintain in your head that they have a, they've either believed a lie or they have a very poor understanding of the reality of what they have on their face. Mm. If there's somebody that's continuing to line up and get a jab in their arm, they are not aware of what's actually happened. They're not aware, as I sit here right now, new study out of New York that's, that shows p the more vaccinated you are, the more likely you are to get COVID. Okay, so, mm. so if you're getting another jab, I'm assuming you're not getting that unless you unless you look at me and go no I want to get COVID so I'm getting the jab yeah so so we have we can't we right. can't and, just turn and without the, being antagonistic without yeah. being antagonistic Ben by the way this is me average Jeff talking here yeah. going this is what I remember about the vaccine this is going to stop the spread yeah. right this is going to reduce infections it's going to reduce hospitalizations you're telling me that that hasn't happened yeah right so let's let's start there maybe right you let's know? as a as a good example although let's go back further uh, table that for a second Jeff okay, okay because we we ended up getting there but if we remember this. You know, we that first year of COVID, we didn't have a vaccine. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so that first year, I remember right around, you know, March is when the lockdown happened. Now we can sit here. Now, mind you, first time in human history where we've quarantined healthy people. Hmm. Quarantine by definition hmm. means separating sick people yes. Yes. or or you know something or somebody from a situation, letting life go on as we know. As a matter of fact, if you look back, there's a great a read called the Great Barrington Declaration, which was you know Stanford and Yale and you know um, Oxford scientists, I believe, that got together and it was a real. Mm -hmm logical approach to pandemics in general, simply saying things that really you would have completely agreed with six months before the, the quote pandemic. Okay. But, but now because of how it was propagated to you and the propaganda behind well, it, well, such as what, like what were like, maybe like the two or three biggest bullet uh, points on that high risk individuals should consider quarantining. Right. Okay. If you're 100 years old and you got four comorbidities, probably not a good idea to go hang around a bunch of sick people. Yeah. But see, all of us were told to, you know, two weeks and then, gosh. right. So, but, but that was never that has never been done and there was no science to support that they didn't verify they did they didn't there was no actual you're, you're saying even that highest risk group they had no 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 i'm saying the the, the two week the whole told oh, two weeks to flatten was, the okay. curve yeah, yeah, yeah. that we yeah, all yeah, were yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah, do yeah. there was no science behind that yeah, okay yeah. now out of john hopkins so mm -hmm. here's my point but there was very intelligent people at the very front of that that said mm -hmm. that doesn't make any sense 
The You're, problem is, is they were being censored, weren't they? Yeah. So it'd be censored. Yeah. They mm -hmm. were yeah, Fauci literally said in him, one of his texts, one of his emails that was released through freedom of information act literally says, um, destroy them. Okay. So I'm not saying the fairy, I'm just I'm killing them. I hope not. But I mean, he literally was saying discredit and destroy them. So nobody will listen to them. And when I'm saying destroy, I'm not talking about little Bobby in his garage, you know, making up memes. That's what I'm saying. Um, this is not the little are, hobbyist that has a conspiracy. Yeah. Oh, like, let me spread. These, so these are, are people like that are the most published epidemiologists yeah. in the world. Yeah. These yeah. are Stanford yeah. and Yale. Our current, our current, uh, state, uh, Surgeon General, mm -hmm. um, Dr. Latipo, right, a Harvard-trained, uh, you know, medical doctor and researcher out of UCLA, I believe, who now has left California and is our, right, he is, was uh, in some levels public enemy number one simply for his logic and truthfulness of what we knew about science. If you remember, you know, Doc, I just listened to this this morning, Dr. Fauci initially had said, hey, masks don't work, mm -hmm. literally out of his mouth, masks don't work because you'll be touching them. It's too small to even, the, the, the virus is too small to even be stopped mm -hmm. by that. Mm -hmm. They're not effective, don't work. They give you a false sense of security. And then we all know what happened. A little bit of time after that, he flip-flopped completely. Everybody wears a mask and then it was a double mask and then it was goggles and then it was yeah. gloves. Yeah. Like we literally had a time where there was record recommendations from the CDC telling you to wear goggles and two masks and gloves. That's crazy. Remember where they told you not yeah, even to be yeah. in your house with her? Literally said to kiss with a mask on. It said okay. not to have intercourse. I, let me say that real quick because it was crazy. Man, I was watching the other day. You know, I'm, I, I work with marriages, obviously, right. and so I do a lot of weddings and everything. I was watching mm. a, um, a video from 2021 that mm. was like a, a celebrity, not somebody anybody would know, but somebody that was just a, like a musical artist or whatever, okay. who got married during the pandemic, right? And is standing giving an interview with their spouse, and they're like, like right next to each other. There's nobody around them, and they're wearing masks yeah. with each other. And yeah. I'm going, what kind of? Can you imagine doing that with your wife? Uh, no. <laughs> like, listen, I don't care if you have. I don't care what you have. I'm yeah. kissing you. It's gonna you happen. Know, you know, haven't you? Do like, you, really? We we also, Jeff, during this time, I mean, we, this was the norm, Ben. Well, it wasn't the norm for me. Well, I know. They attempted to make it the norm. It whenever should have been the norm, and we need to resist that significantly and never. Here we can't let ourselves off the hook emotionally or intellectually and go, oh, it was just crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Because what here's what here's why that won't work. Because tomorrow, when the next big thing comes out, here's what they'll say. This one's even this worse. One's different, right? It's, this yeah. one's different. This mm -hmm. one's really bad. Yeah. This one's gonna listen, and it might even be those things, but still the approach will not be appropriate. Still, well, you can word now is variant. You hear the word variant, and I think people get triggered and they're at full alarm. Oh my gosh, sure. this one might be the and one. How, what does every variant initially start out as? <laughs> we think it's gonna be worse, we're yeah. not quite sure. It's yeah. gonna be be more contagious. It's yep. going to be worse. We saw a hospitalization. Yep. We're all going to die. If it mutates too far, then it's really going to be. And we're now the, the COVID booster that they're using is the Omicron booster, which is like three variants ago. I know. Okay. I know. And, and by the way, it never even worked to start with in but, the sense but it of shows you that word has power. It's almost like Pavlov's dog. Oh, they bring that's that why I'm doing the show. Boom. Yeah. I'm not talking about if it has power. I'm talking for you listening. You cannot just yeah. keep saying, but see, it did this and see it did that. No, wake up. Eyes are open now. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. are forever a, a significant skeptic of everything that comes out of CDC, comes out of the NIH, comes out of the, you know, the medical establishment, comes out of big pharma, comes yeah. out of those. You need to say, mm, that's probably not true. So let's add to that discussion too. And we've done this on a recent episode. We talked about the um, the VAERS data being underreported mm -hmm. for vaccines in general, probably. Right. No, that, probably. So, Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, I, I want to talk beyond COVID, but definitely with COVID, we would, we would, mm -hmm. you know, have to assume. So vaccine adverse events reporting system, reporting system right. And then uh, and then 
we we've gotten a lot of people guests and and of course in your research and then it's been mainstreamed the overreporting of the actual deaths from COVID. All of the other you know we've talked about it extensively over the past year because because it, and this is why I point that out is because Ben you know when you hear that word variant if you're the average person on the street but then it's coupled with well. 100,000 dead, a million dead by spring and winter, whatever the case may be, those numbers get thrown out there. And that does tug on people's hearts and it definitely messes with their emotions. But in reality, we have to, we have to dispel some of that too. So speak to that for a second as we reminisce as to where we are. Like, I'm not asking you, Hey, give us a number of actually how many people died from COVID or something like that. But is it fair to say that we're not getting good numbers here at all? And some of the fear, much of the fear, if not the entirety of it, remains unjustified as a result. Yeah, so, yep, I, I, I would say, and this is why I need you to to not just remove remove logic out of your brain, like, like you know, when, um, when, you know, you can't let fear remove your thoughts, your thinking, your, your understanding, and, and replace that with this new propaganda thought process or else you are at risk of just being literally like you're just controlled by whatever the, the news told you today. Okay. Yeah, in fact, I mean, we don't make um, good decisions out of fear. Any of us yeah. ever, like if, if any context, and this is almost impossible to do, but I remember people saying this and I'm, I don't know if you would agree with this, but hmm. like, if you, if, if I can look back, even though I saw patients and, and stuff like, you know, th- all through the, the pandemic, if I if I didn't know what they were saying and I didn't, you know, I didn't, nobody was wearing masks and, and people were just li- like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known there was anything going on. Mm. Like I wouldn't, that was, there was not people that I knew dropping dead. Yeah. There wasn't people that I knew wasn't happening. And I li- I see a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. Now flashback to this year right now where we mm-hmm. sit at, you know, 2023, um, and they actually did a study. I might have talked about this on the podcast. I don't remember. But there was a study out of Rasmussen that talked about one in 25 people or sorry, quarter of people, 25% of people think they know somebody that died yeah, from someone. the jab. Yeah. From the yeah. jab. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Ben, Ben, couple that with with all we're seeing athletes left and right. Yeah. We're seeing young people. And I look at this and I go, the, the, the snarky comment that I would make with that is, oh, wow, I guess the and this is not a political statement, by the way. I guess the news found something else to have their you know fetish other than Trump. Right. Mm. Again, not for her against Trump on that, but that was the headline. Well, no, but I'm, and now I'm like, well, here's what I'm trying yeah. to say. I, I go, did, 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 I mean, if we didn't know any better, they would be trying to sell us the line that, oh, we're just covering these things now more than ever. And I'm going, no, listen, mm. you can't sell me that line and tell me that it's normal to yeah. see 25 year old athletes dropping dead on the field, well, younger, well, I'll, whatever. I mean, there's a couple of things I will talk about. And this is why we're doing this show. So mind you for, for the, from a political piece of this, uh-huh. remind you that the president during the time of COVID initially, right, or the, you know, was was President Trump, yeah. who pushed for the warp speed, yep. is claimed to fame is the warp speed, yep. has told everybody to get jabbed, yep. and has gotten jabbed apparently and boosted, and is telling people to still do that, mm-hmm. and is telling people that he saved, you know, so many millions of lives and trying to say that he saved the world. So yes. yep. regardless of the political side of this, now, the only thing that I think he has said is that he doesn't believe in mandates. Right. So there's some, choice, yeah. there's some, mm-hmm. there's some saving grace in that yep. statement. Yep. Um, there should never be medical mandates ever, right? Ever, ever period. Okay. So when right. we, the point being, he starts to slip from the headlines cause he's no longer president and is not having yeah, as well, much influence. Well, well, in here, but now the new story is people dropping dead when they're young. Yeah. Well, so, but here's it's not well, just because they're just deciding to cover this. No, now. Well, no, but then we can, so we can use this very quickly. So that's a yeah. good example because you could say, 
my lived experience is I don't ever remember this happening. And there's a lot of reels that you've seen over these months. You know, people will bring and literally say things like I've never seen this before. And it'll just show like, you know, three minutes of just people tipping over during news broadcasts. Right. Right. And right. And this thing. So I'll give you one thing. Bus to, drivers in some of these. Towns. Yeah. I mean, crazy to, stuff, man. To, to help you get a grasp of this just in one area, I think, Jeff, that will will we'll settle this for us a little bit. So, and I think I mentioned this on the show, this is a published article by Dr. Peter McCullough, one of the most published cardiologists in the world, mm-hmm. okay, who's been speaking out so about myocarditis, pericarditis, and the risks associated with that. And we know that the that the vaccination causes that, and this has been acknowledged. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. not news to anybody unless mm-hmm. you live under a rock. You can try to, you can not like that. You can not want to believe that. You can, so in the previous 38 years before they started doing mm-hmm. the COVID shots, mm-hmm. The amount of athletes we saw of cardiac events in athletics was 1,100 over 38 years. Mm. 1,100 for 38 years. Mm-hmm. In the last two years, we've had 1,700. <laughs> so two years, we've had almost double what we had for the previous 38 years. So you don't have to make something up. Nope. You don't have to live in dream world. You don't have to be a conspiracy theorist. You just have to be able to add. I mean, people who want to still buy the narrative that says that this isn't causing this mm-hmm. have to ignore that completely and say that's purely coincidence. Yeah. That's crazy. To that me, would be a conspiracy theory is to believe the other side. Well, that, right, right. Right. So, right. so, but, we, but there's, but my point is, is they're still doing that. Yeah, they're they're I, throwing that under okay, the rug. And I don't care. Go for that. I'm here to do, to speak truth today. Right. So you can listen to this and say, and send this to your friend or because we have to remember this. I don't really care what the lunatics believe, yeah. meaning I don't know how to help them other than keep telling truth and telling truth mm-hmm. because they probably didn't see that study because that would have required them to read. So maybe they're going to be here and their friend's going to listen to this and they're going to say, listen to this crazy chiropractor that runs his mouth on this podcast and see what you think about that. Mm-hmm. And maybe there'll be one or two or three or five or 50 that will say, you know what? That's an interesting yeah. point. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not here to come up with the reason why they're believing ridiculousness. They're going to continue to do you know propaganda against that, and and so this is where we sit. So during that lockdown, right now we lived in Florida, so Mm -hmm. we we had it a little bit better, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I shouldn't even say. I mean, there was an intention to be better. I would say through that whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. But but also look what was what never was done, and this is important, guys, for the future. What was never done well was considering the other implications of certain protocols, okay? So, for example, one study I saw, Jeff, 40% of small businesses went out of business during COVID. Mm. Four, I'm a small business owner, mm. right? Mm. 40% of, and I know, unfortunately, many, many that went out of business, you know, restaurants, mm-hmm. even here in Florida, mm-hmm. you know, because they were still... Listen, guys, I know and I, you know, appreciate what our governor stands for and things like that. But but they, there's a lot of garbage that still happened, especially in the county that we live mm-hmm. in. And it still was very hard for these restaurants and the protocols to try to keep up with and how social distancing and how many people they could have in there and all the requirements. That that and, would be a survey, wouldn't it? Ask people how many just like how many do you know that, you know, either died of the whatever. Ask them how many small business owners do you know, or a favorite restaurant or favorite whatever. And and that's multiple, Ben. I'm with you. So what's all the conversation right now? Well, not all the conversation, but there's a significant conversation happening about the recession, right? Mm -hmm. And what could be happening financially, Mm -hmm. right? That's all because of what we did during the pandemic. We printed trillions Trillions. of fake dollars. We gave it to people. They happily cashed the check saying, Mm -hmm. thanks, Joe, or Mm -hmm. thanks, Trump, or whoever Mm -hmm. it was at the time. And they're saying, you know, and and just smiled all the time, not and literally not realizing they are making a deal with the devil. 
that they are coming into a, they're they're literally it was, it's like that I've said this before it was uh, I think it was Stalin that he told this story he said uh, and he had this little chicken right and he and he and he plucked all the feathers out of it and he had this little bleeding chicken and he mm-hmm. said now watch this and he threw it a few crumbs and the chicken that he had just brutalized came back to him to eat the few mm-hmm. crumbs mm-hmm. right we have to well cont- that's how people feel because you mandated that I shut my business you mandated yeah. that I stay indoors you made you killed my own personal yeah, so economy the, yeah and then so threw me the solution this is why i would tell you no matter what happens in the future you guys this will probably get me censored no matter what happens in the future you can never let the government do that again mm-hmm. you cannot go along with it mm-hmm. you have to keep mm-hmm. your doors open loud and proud and bold the whole i'm gonna fly under the radar i'm gonna hide it didn't it literally allowed this to continue right okay. and, and worth mentioning ben there are also stories and we know these stories of People that their cities, counties, whatever mandated that they close. They stayed open. They were arrested. They yeah. were, the, I mean, serious no, stuff. I'm, yeah. So, so it wasn't just, hey, this is a suggestion. We think you should close. Like it's your closing or go to jail. Yeah. We had it happen in Florida. We mm-hmm. had people in Florida be arrested. We had people, protesters get arrested. We had yep. businesses get arrested. We had people get fines. Now, again, thankfully, our governor came in and he wiped all of those out. But think about the trauma associated with that. What if he that. hadn't, though? Yeah, what if he had? In many states, they didn't. Right. And what about what are the about the trauma associated? What about the, the the families that were destroyed, the divorces that happened, all of the collateral damage that was done because we said, hey, we're gonna you know we're gonna lock everybody yeah. down. Which, yeah. by the way, John Hopkins. Now we could have told you this and other. Listen, I don't want to say this is my point. This isn't just about looking back. There was plenty of very intelligent people at the very beginning saying this doesn't make sense. Don't do it. It's gonna hurt people. But now, if you want to use it like this. We can look back at the John Hopkins studies that say, actually, the lockdowns, not only did they not work, they caused more harm than good. So here we sit a few years later in a recession, likely right now where where people are struggling to pay their bills. They're struggling to pay for food. Right. We have all these supply chain issues. They're they're talking about some very things you never would have thought. Yeah, guys. That happened because you went along with the crap three years ago. That happened because you said, okay, we'll just sit in our house and take checks from the government. Okay, we'll, we'll put masks on before I go in there. Oh, I can't fly. I can't go to school. I do what you say. I do what you say. All of all of our, our I won't even want to use the word obedience, all of our compliance to a, to a, to a, a lie or a, certainly an un- thought through concept with no parameters. What is the, here's some classic examples. When they started bringing in these mandates, they never said when they were going to remove the mandate. They never mm-hmm. set up a, an infection rate they would remove it for. They never set up a timeline. It That's was just point. indefinite. Mm-hmm. We still, 2023, sit under an emergency an emergency right now. You know why we sit under emergency right now? Because the minute they remove the emergency, the vaccine that is approved under emergency use is illegal. But as long as we're under emergency, then we can they can keep making and jabbing our kiddos and jabbing us and mandating that. Mm-hmm. So this is why you've got to see what happened here. It's not this innocent little game. They call it lockstep. If you're curious about this, you can go review this. They, they've, they've actually written this up. They call it lockstep, right? Just what you said, where all of a sudden, Jeff, we were thanking them, like the bird back to crumbs. We were thanking them for saying, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Bull crap. Mm-hmm. You, you never had the right to tell me to start with. Mm-hmm. So there we were literally going, oh, isn't that great? I can go into Target again, right, without a mask on. Oh, isn't that nice that my kids can go back to school without a diaper on their face? Mm. As a matter of fact, there was a study that came out that showed um, teachers, adults that were around kids did much better uh, with COVID 
they did they did the the they did better in all measurements of health like in attitude and the immune system and all this kind of stuff so the very schools that shut it down and and said kids were death vectors that kids were going to kill people right there was a risk to do this they actually made it even worse for the teachers because their death rates were even higher mm -hmm. so if you if you step back and you realize we we were only counting really one aspect of this. And by the way, that one aspect they wanted to count, infections or deaths, the lockdowns didn't even work for that. Yeah. So the lesson to this, you guys, because why? You're not gonna stop a virus. You're not gonna stop a virus. You're not going to stop it. When you try to do these games, if you look at what's happening in China right now, I just saw this morning, 90 million infections. Right now, as we sit here today, 90 million COVID infections, 60,000 deaths in the last month, I believe it was, from trying to, what's their policy? Zero COVID yep. policy. Yep. Locking down, people starving to death in their buildings, barricading steel across their doors so they can't get up, people jumping out of their windows, people eating their freaking dogs, Jeff, to stay alive under a communist regime that's trying to tell them zero COVID. And by the way, a bunch of them, the nation is jabbed, right? We've seen it happen in Australia. We've seen it happen in Israel, the highest uh, the highest vaccination rates where they have more than ever. So it didn't work. So when they try to warp speed the next one, there's 200 mRNA vaccines in production right now. There's over 200 mRNA vaccines in production right now. If you think that this is the end, it's gonna this. They're gonna change it a little bit. They'll 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 they'll, they'll twist it a little bit. But guys, it's the same game. We cannot we cannot live under that tyranny. That's why I'm so thankful to live in a country where that would never happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> Are you joking? Of course I'm joking. Yeah, okay. I was like, whoa, what happened? Did you not just listen to my rant? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but that's the thing, man. That's that's the scary thing because that has been our patriotic response. All right. For, for, for those of us who, who love our country, we have said stuff like that for years. We're so mm. thankful that we don't live under that. And the reality is we've been under that. Yeah. Yeah. This exactly. has been our reality. Like, like, and by the way, what is coming into play? And I think I've talked about this right now. And I think we had it with Dr. Aaron on the show, but you know, the facial IDs are in the airport, right? There, there, there's full well, which is, which is human tracking, which will be tied to your social credit score, which is going to be tied to all that. And if, and if you, if you don't, if you're listening to this and you don't think that would ever happen here, it's already happening here. I, I'm smiling for this reason yeah. is because, and I know that they'll figure out an algorithm to work through this. There is actually a clothing company okay. that sells certain clothes like sweaters and stuff that okay. you can wear that confuses the algorithm because it looks at the whole person and it's actually patterns that will make the algorithms of these cameras think that you're a giraffe or a zebra oh, or a lion. Like and I'm I like, like sweet. Wow. I need Ugly one of those. sweater I could find. I'm like, dude, that's dude, what I want. You know I that they're going to work that out sooner than later. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, I just love it that there are people out there that are going, all right, you, you want to bring it? Okay, we'll bring it back. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, thank I God for that. the rebels out there. Yeah. Well, you yeah, know? but and when I say rebels, freedom fighters, yeah, that's what they are. Yeah, exactly. And so we, <laughs> so that first year, we, you know, and and also the other thing that is really important to remember, and I remember, I think it was uh, was was Dell that had said this, uh, Dell Bigtree from the High Wire, and he said, you know, when the term, and this is really important because if you guys if we live through this, do you also remember the term asymptomatic spreader, right? Oh, yeah. So this, okay, right oh, now, yeah. you know what we used, you know what that term used to be. Um, healthy person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never before did you ever. The term was if you felt pretty good and you weren't coughing, snacking, you know, sneezing, hacking, rise running. We said, well, I don't know, probably, probably pretty good. Well, Ben, I do remember it wasn't just that I was called that. I was, I was ref not me directly, but my 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 type right was referred to as uh, a drunk driver. Okay, right? yeah, remember right. those? Yeah. I mean, remember these like very inflammatory names that you're going like yep. that's the worst thing ever that you would call somebody. That's an irresponsible person that literally has no regard for life. You're equating me with that. We we, we because were, I don't buy in line with the compliance program. We were we were we were told to that we should be arrested. 
Yeah. We were told yeah. some very, sometimes even told we should be killed. Uh, certainly yep. told that we should be arrested, locked up, yep. right? You know, shouldn't yep. be allowed to, uh, very people in this country came out saying, you make it as hard as you can. So to remove, remove. How, how about the current president at one point saying, and again, I'm a political yeah. man. I don't trust anyone to be honest with you, but like, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yep. It's a pandemic of the it's unvaccinated. Funny. I'm not hearing those terms anymore. Yeah. Because why aren't we hearing those terms? Because it's actually a pandemic <laughs> of the vaccinated. Yeah, that like the it. people, it doesn't seem like it. That's what the science I, says. I know. We can't just keep giving it out there and just go I like, know. oh, well, you know, no, this is the reality. Yeah. Masks don't stop COVID. Yeah. It doesn't work. Lockdowns didn't work. It didn't work. Mm. It didn't work. That means it never worked. That means even when they did it and said it worked, it didn't work. Look at, you don't hear anything about ventilators anymore, right? Mm. Why? Because it killed people. Mm. Because it killed people. Yeah. Now let's remember on that one too. We don't have enough ventilators. There's a shortage. We're importing these things left and right. We're moving them around here and there. And you're right. Didn't don't work. Use them anymore. Didn't work. Made it worse. Now responsible for killing a bunch of people. Then I'm also, you know, as we're reminiscing. And by the here, way, just before you finish that, yeah, people speaking out, doctors speaking out, saying this isn't working. You got to stop this. What happened to those doctors? Fired. Removed, licenses pulled, licenses yeah. pulled, mm -hmm. not celebrated, not listened to. Yeah. People saying, and so again, these early adopters, they, they, no, they weren't extra brilliant. I mean, God bless them, but it wasn't that they were extra brilliant. Honestly, guys, they were simply not caught up in the matrix and caught up in the propaganda. Mm. They were looking in front of them, going, "This is strange because I'm not seeing that really happening. I'm living in the world. I'm watching people. Yeah, the people that are getting sick are people that have, mm -hmm. you know, on average three, four comorbidities. They're older. The remember the average." They Age of death for COVID in the United States was, you know, I always get this wrong. I always feel like it's like 65 and you tell me it's like 80. Yeah. 81. I, I don't tell you that. That's the story. No, that's I the know, science. but I'm yeah. saying you're telling me the stats. So 81 what I'm saying. years like, old. Yeah. That's longer. That's that is higher than, than the, the age expectancy yeah, yeah, by several years. <laughs> yeah. So you, so why crazy. would you ever shut down a nation? If I would have told you four years ago, we're going to do is we're going to shut down the nation. We're going to shut down everything. We're going to shut down business. We're going to have everybody work from home. We're going to close down the schools. We're going to do all that. Well, why? Well, because there's this thing that, that people are dying from. And by the way, they're, they're, Mortality rate is similar to the flu. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Weird. But we're gonna and we're gonna and 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 the average age of death for those people is is eighty one. Did you say eight point one? No, eighty one. You would have said that's crazy. But we did it. We did it. And by the way, we knew very early, like literally February of twenty twenty, that the people at highest risk, significantly highest risk, was elderly comorbidities. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what we have to. So then. So that was about a year where that happened, right? Where schools were shut down. And now that created all these other problems, you guys. We saw depression and anxiety and suicide on the rise in these kiddos. We saw mad, they were going through experiencing trauma. There was abuse that was going up. There was a, the highest year we've ever had of overdoses of addictions and alcoholism went through the roof and of drug abuse and alcohol and, and, and spousal abuse and child beatings went through the roof. I was going to say, remember your Divorces sister, you, went you, you made roof. a comment at one point about your sister said, like, not, not you know, yeah. gleefully, but that COVID was good for business in diverse, divorce uh, attorney world. Yeah. Remember making that comment? Yeah, I mean, I, we all had these stories, right? You know? It was, it's, listen, guys, it was, it wasn't, I know I hated it from the get go, but it was, you know, maybe cute and funny for some people in the early days where they're like, oh, you know, it's great. I'm home with my family. Listen, you know what, guys, listen to me. There was a lot of people where it wasn't great for their family. Yeah. It bankrupted them. Yeah. Stop saying that. That is yeah. abusive to the person that had destroyed their life. So you got to sit home and work from home on Zoom. What about the person that lost their freaking job for that? Mm. And they were home with an abusive spouse that used to be their only rescue and they couldn't eat anymore because their only lunch was when they went to school. You realize when you're saying that, you're telling that person that they didn't matter. It's, 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 it's cruel. 
So when this happens, you we, we have to realize, and then it was all this hope. And by the okay, now what happened was there was other people speaking out saying, hey, we are helping people. There's things already on the market, therapeutics. We know, hey, if we do early intervention. I was going to talk to you. Let's talk about ivermectin. Let's talk yeah. about monoclonal antibodies. Yeah, um, well, take, leave those ones out because the first two were ivermectin and hydrochloroquine, which have been on the market forever, okay? Right. HCQ, right. 60 years, okay? Right. Right. These things existed on the market. We were having early uses. We were seeing in nations that have a lot of issues with parasites and things, things like mm-hmm. India and some other countries, mm-hmm. that they, they were, a lot of them just were taking these prophylactically. They were over the counter there, and we were finding, wow, these people are not dying. All right. And so they were, you know, people were there. There's people out there that's job is to actually find, you know, uh, uh, other uses for, you know, current drugs on the market because it can save you a lot of time. But, but you were mocked because, oh, you're talking about a horse dewormer, Ben. Remember, yeah, that not was the only, narrative. Not only mocked, mm-hmm. you were, yeah, you were told, you know, they, they were they were banned from prescribing it. Mm-hmm. Pharmacists couldn't prescribe it. Mm-hmm. It was removed from the marketplace. We have stockpiles this set up. I was going to say, and that was not a particularly like rare. You could, I mean, that was easily accessible prior. Yeah, prior. You know, this is not like, oh, my gosh, this is we got to reserve this for like the the tiny fragment of a percentage of yeah. population it's going to work for. We had this stuff in abundance. Yeah. And, and so, but no, but then they took it all. I know. And so, so if you can look at that and go, but so, but listen, so think, think about of, the antibody stuff that was shut down in the state. So think about how crazy this is. You guys, we said, we're going to remove now, listen, I'm not a drug guy, but we're going to remove a drug with 60 years of data on safety and risks and dosages, right. And all of that, that's over the counter, in many other nations. And we know the risk profile that we're going to remove that from the market. Just bear with me for 30 seconds. We're going to remove that from the market and mandate an untested new novel technology that we've never injected into humans before. And we're going to mandate every man, woman, and child, and we're going to make you be ostracized and you can't travel other countries. And you can't boost it and boosted and boosted. Oh, and by the way, they never told you it has to be boosted, right? It was going to be two shots, right? Which by the way is weird, but it's going to be two shots. What the heck it has to be frozen. I mean, dang near when, you know, keep it super crazy temperatures, which by the way, I've talked to so many people. That's never been how that vaccine has ever been administered. This stuff is sitting out there. It's not just out of the freezer. It's shaken up at the pharmacist and jabs in your arm. My God, what happened? I mean, if you'd remember that was one of the big problems, how are we going to keep this stuff at negative, whatever it needed to be kept at? Hmm. That never happened. It's just wild protocols that are supposed to be followed by that. None of that is done. It's still not done. Hmm. Okay. So you, we took, you said you can't take that drug because we're not sure about that one. Take this that we have no safety profile. We're going to inject it into you. It's, it's a whole new, literally a genetically modifying technology. Now, again, you were told, no, it's not genetic. It doesn't do that. It's not, it's nothing about genes. Now they openly admit, yes, it does modify your genes. That's how it actually makes your body make spike protein, which is actually the thing that makes you sick. So you, now you've programmed your body to make these things. So, so yeah, so these early, early treatment protocols were, were started to be in, introduced through several different doctors. Uh, Dr. McCullough, who we've had on this show, he was, he has the most published, most downloaded article ever on early treatment protocols for COVID. Um, and then with others, Dr. Urso and Dr. Um, Pierre Corey, who we've had on this show, yep. who are all, you know, leaders in ivermectin, who literally were just saying like, we're treating people. These were clinicians. They mm. were treating people in their clinics and saying, here's what we're doing. And nobody's dying. Mm. Here's what we're doing, and nobody's dying. Nobody's venting. Everybody's getting well. Here's what we're doing. They were ridiculed, shut down, license pulled. Understand the insanity of that, you guys. But in, in, in a healthy, empathic, normal, loving world, you would go, we would flock to those people yeah. and say, what are you doing? Yeah. We would sit at their feet and listen. Now, and what do we do? Now enter in a guy by the name of Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Robert Malone, who is what he is, I think it's nine or seven patents. I just saw it this morning. I think he has, gosh, I should, I want, let me I pull it up here. Just so I can say, he has, um, he has, I believe, um, 
He has uh, he has nine mRNA patents. Okay, mm. this guy actually has been part of making vaccines. Uh, he actually was responsible for a lot of the technology of how mRNA technology even is existed. And he has come out. I mean, I was in I've been in private rooms. I was with Dr. Malone last weekend, literally up in his hotel room with him uh, and a group of people that we were as we were having meetings. And and this is a person that's actually you know, speaking out against this. What does, what do you think one of the creators and, and patent holders of MRNA technology, when he's telling you, you've got to stop doing this, who, by the way, got the jab early on. Yeah, but Ben, bring me somebody credible. He got the jab and he almost died from the jab. Mm -hmm. Okay. He almost died from the jab. And he's, you know, he's shared that story. And so when we sit here, so mind you, again, to your point, Jeff, now early on, we would have done that. So part of this, I'm walking down memory lane. So we go, my gosh, that's crazy. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I forgot about that. And I'm sure there's a bunch of things I'm forgetting about that. I'm just, I mean, remember we were arresting people for surfing by themselves out in the beach. We were shutting down beaches. We were putting sand over parking lots. My park where I live for months, right by my house for months, the basketball hoops were removed. You could not play basketball hoops. This my is, kid's playground was police state. Was for police four or five months. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, skate parks were closed, yeah. beaches were closed, hotels were closed. And this is in Florida. Okay. So just remember that, right? Like it should never have happened. So then we move into the COVID jab. Okay, let's just say now when the COVID jab happened, you have people that were saying, now mind you, by the way, average amount of time it takes for a vaccine to make it to market, seven to ten years. And mm -hmm. that's being generous. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this vaccine was brought to market in nine months. Okay. Or I should say, that we had nine months of testing on it, which again, we'd ne we've never done that before. We, we skipped animal trials on that vaccine, yeah. which again is crazy. You would mm -hmm. never do that. And if you were going to do something like that, again, we were told all the way along, hey, we're going to be totally transparent about this. We're going to be extra safe. You're going to be able to see the data. If anybody knows what happened, they tried to hide the data for 75 years. They would not release it. They still haven't released it. Even the stuff they've released has been wildly redacted and so retracted. So you can't even then, see. There's staffing shortages. Come on. I mean, it takes staffing a little time to get some. Papers we out. got it approved <laughs> and we got all that done. Matter of fact, I sat next to a whistleblower who uh, for Pfizer and talked to her for a couple of hours as she told me her story. And she's done this for 20 years. And she was she had gotten hired by this company to oversee one of the Pfizer trials. And as she's going through it, and she she said they were they were they were lying. They weren't doing informed consent. They were destroying documents. And she said I had to speak out. And um, she said I I was I still believe that the vaccine was going to work. I didn't. I was all like that. And she goes. Until I realized my da the data I was used was totally fraudulent. And when that got approved on the emergency use, when I saw that they actually used my data that I had called the CDC on and reported the fraud, it wasn't where the data we could use. And that data was used to actually approve the vaccine. Mm -hmm. She said, this is not okay. I have to start speaking out again. This, she's an, under whistleblower status. She's got attorneys representing her. This is what people need to understand what's happened here. So the jab comes out. We were told with the jab... If you remember this, you guys, now you have to, some of you that are just waking up to this, you have to understand that, um, you have to understand that even if you, if, even if you fell for this, you, you got to remember what happened here when they came out, I've got so many screenshots of this. They came out saying the vaccine is 100% safe and effective. That's literally what they said. <laughs> 100% safe and effective. Yeah, but Ben, what does that mean? Right? Yeah. I mean, well, this, what is they, you, this is you taking things literally again. What you know? do you think that we mean when average Joe hears that? And by the way, what do you also think vaccine means? Most people think vaccine means I won't get it and I won't give it. It makes me like a magic bubble around. Correct. Me, okay. Correct. That's what most people think. During COVID, they changed the definition of vaccine. It doesn't mean that you won't give it and you won't give it. The, the, the definition that we've held for a vaccine for 
decades and decades and decades, they changed it. Now I could argue it even before COVID vaccine, but for sake of conversation today, we'll keep it on COVID. But they changed that definition because they knew that this wouldn't. And how do we know that? How did we even know there was concerns for this? You guys in the emergency use uh, authorization documents that they submitted to the CDC for approval, which I've read every line of, they didn't even test it for transmission. They didn't even test it if it prevented infection. So that's how we know. They literally only tested it for symptoms, and on that was even fraud, fraud, fraudulent data to but start with. Ben did all of this with an emergency use authorization that gave them, whether it was that yeah. or something else, gave yeah. them immunity. Yeah. They oh, have yeah. full immunity. Full immunity. You can't sue them. You can't, if, if it injures you, if you get that jab and it kills you, you can't sue them. You can't, you, there's no money to be had. I've got, unfortunately, countless stories of that that are coming out. I mean, this um, is like Bernie Madoff having immunity with a Ponzi scheme going, eh, you know, hey, listen, loophole's there. You know, I took yeah. advantage of it. Really? Yeah. Well, and well the rest yeah. of us are looking at this going, how the heck? Yeah. And, and well, most people didn't ever look. Right. And so then when they wake up to it, they go, well, that's terrible. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. But now you're injured or you're dead or your life has been so changed. You can't even afford to even go fight the people. So that's why I'm trying to remember people like, guys, you got to you got to be able to. I was listening to something the other day and they said, um, what did they say? But he basically said, you got to keep your BS meter high. Right. So you now need to have a really high BS meter for government, for CDC, for pharma. Like you should well, you, listen, if you didn't have it for government anyway, but think about this, our government is a, it's a supposedly a representative government. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I would ask the question, Ben, you're going to have to help me understand this. In what universe mm-hmm. would it be to the benefit of the people to approve something with so little testing, so little time and so much ambiguity to it? And give full immunity against the people that you're supposed to protect. If you think your government is yeah. representing you, you're out of your mind. And who, do you know who paid for the COVID jab? Um, us. Yeah. It's all billions <laughs> and billions. Yeah. If somebody says, trillions. oh, the government did. Listen, the government doesn't have a bank account. Yeah. Do you understand that? Was, that? that was your taxpayer money that funded the creation of the vaccines. Yes. That the pharmaceutical companies made billions and trillions of dollars off. Matter of fact, at the top of my head, but Pfizer had the best quarter they'd ever had. Ever the profit margins. So if you look at who did well during COVID, mm-hmm. small businesses shut down, big businesses grew immensely. Yep. Right, your Amazons, your fill in the blanks, your Googles, all of the players. Yep. Right, they all did tremendously well. Yeah. And here we sit. And now, so now, no, hang on. Yeah. It's, it's even worse. Yeah. Because you say big businesses and whatever. Yeah. Are you are you aware that we now has a? It may be that they delayed it one year, but it was passed in the most recent act of things. That the IRS now is adding agents, but you also are now getting 1099s for online sales under $600. Mm. Let me tell you why that's significant. Okay. So, Ben, our family has done eBay and stuff for years and years and years. We get 1099s because it's a business. We do it as a business. I'm talking about Ben Rawl decides, hey, you know what? I got this. I got this old basketball. I got a pair of roller skates or something like that. I'm going to, I'm going to sell these things online. You cross a $600 threshold, which doesn't take much. The rule right. of thumb on any of this stuff says there's probably a good $1,500 to $2,000 in anybody's house just waiting to be sold on eBay if you would just clear out your junk. You do that now. They come after you to pay for it. Where does that bill go? Go straight to funding all of this stuff. And so, wait a second. Didn't I hear no new taxes on the little guy? I did hear that, right? Yeah. I think on people under $400,000, that's nonsense right yep. there. So now they're coming after you even more. And I promise you, the moment that you stand up and say, wait a second, I'm not paying for this anymore. When Ben Roll says it's like that, that, that it's my money. And he pointed out to me the fact that it's my tax dollars and everything. I'm not going to pay for that. Guess what? You're going to jail for tax fraud. Boom. Right. So we allowed all that to happen. We, we allowed by, all of it. By saying, and this is what happens where they, they dangle a little carrot for you. They try to put a squeeze. So when you're listening to this, you have to become 
you ha- I'm, I'm sorry this is the way that you have to be, but you have to become very skeptical about the world that you're living in. Yeah. Because when you wake up to it, yeah, I'm sorry that the government's corrupt and that farm is corrupt. And the, that you're- this wad, by the way, in Switzerland right now, in the mountains, I right, wonder if right, they got right. there on green energy, by the way. The Davos Forum is happening with the world's biggest billionaires and Lord knows how much money they have mm-hmm. making decisions. You ask me about this. Everybody's, oh, what? we got to worry about Russia. We got to worry about China. We got to whatever. Don't worry about them. Yeah. Worry about the people in Switzerland right now that are probably the money behind all of this anyway. Okay, Jeff, you're being conspiracy theorists and stuff like that. Listen, look at the names yeah. that are on that list and the influence and the power that they have. And the World Economic Forum is what you're talking about. That is the scariest and, thing. And that was called, if you posted on that, you were removed. Uh-huh. Your account would be kicked off because you were a conspiracy theorist. If you talked about the Great Reset, you were a conspiracy theorist. Except literally, those things are all real. They literally wrote a book called The Great Reset. Now, who yeah, like you said, the names that are on there. I mean, right. I was just reading the list this morning. John Kerry's over there. I mean, these are people actively in our government. Um, I mean, everybody that's been there on all sorts of sides, uh, you know, to your point about apolitical. And so if you don't understand that that's happening and to your point, you know, if you don't have grave concerns about that, um, then you then you then you're you're living like this is my point, Jeff. I see that like when you said earlier about looking at my neighbor wearing the mask, I'm saying that's just that I'm not going to have. I'm not going to just overlook, um, um, you know, uh, uh, ignorance. Like I can't do that. Like for your benefit, that's not nice of me to just be like, oh, you know, well, Bob likes his. Ma-. Listen, preference of you know, I like red cars or blue cars, or I like you know, wallpaper, or I like you know, tile or carpet. Like that's a preference. But when the other person is being told that they're that they're they're going to kill somebody if they're doing that, when they're being sold a lie, we have to be we have to have big concerns about that. So. The vaccine comes on the market. We're told it's 100% safe and effective. We told you it was, we were told on, on, I've got the clips, right? Told from Fauci, told from president, literally looking at the camera saying, if you get this jab, you cannot get COVID and you cannot spread COVID. Yeah. That was verbatim stated, Mm -hmm. except now we know that it does. Now I say now, no, no. Actually, anybody that was actually looking and all the dissenting voices were censored, we knew it didn't do that from the very beginning. Why did we know that? Because they never even studied it to see. Literally, in their documents that they brought, that I read that before it was even approved, that they had made public, it says, I can't remember, it's like 8.1, 8.2. It wasn't studied to see if it's affected transmission, and it wasn't proven to stop infection. They didn't even they didn't even study it to do that. If you would have saw over in the UK uh, a couple of months ago, before the, before the new year, they actually came back and they said, they said um, that people were uh, not, they, they were interviewing one of the vice presidents or presidents of one of the Pfizer arms, I think. And she said, and they said, did you know before you released this that it didn't stop transmission, didn't stop infection? And she said, yes, we knew before because we didn't ever study it. We didn't have time to study that. Deborah Burks, who was up there with Fauci a lot of times, she's now said, well, yeah, we knew that it wasn't stopping that. We knew that it wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. We knew that it was. So, but, 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 but you never told us that. That you never told us that. So, so when you sit here again, so when it comes out again next time and they say, hey, you got to get this jab and we've tested it, it was 100% safe and effective. First of all, if it was 100% safe and effective, that was the first vaccine ever in the history of the world that's 100% safe and effective because <laughs> they would never say that about another vaccine. Yeah. Okay. And now we've just watched it. It's less than every, now it's less, 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 less. Now the latest one is if, if you get the jab, I believe it's after four jabs, it's a negative efficacy of 2.57% increase in getting COVID by getting those jabs. And so, Plus the stuff that we're learning about the heart now, and we're seeing people left and right, and they're going, why didn't you tell us that? 
Yeah. You know, the vaccinated people, that's the, the crazy thing. They're finally starting to wake up and it's now it's too late. So I was thinking yeah, it is, body. It it is unfortunate out. and I don't, and we're still trying to figure out what to do for those people that have been injured and killed. But the last thing that we, the, the thing that we have to realize is about that is don't fall for this again, folks. Don't fall for this again. Mm. Don't fall for this again, ever, ever, ever. There's risks with life. I'm not saying that there won't be viruses that are dangerous. I'm not saying that there won't be, I'm not even saying that, that COVID wasn't, didn't exist. I'm saying that don't let the, don't let, don't let them shut down your businesses. Don't let them stop you from travel. Don't let them force you to wear a diaper on your face. Don't let them, you know, tell you that you can't, your school's kids can't go to school. Like you just, we, the only reason this happened is because we allowed it to happen. Let, let me put it this way, because this is the philosophy I kind of have to live by here. Don't make the mistake of letting them, those voices, tell you how to care for your neighbor. Sure. Their idea of how we care for our neighbor is entirely different than how we truly care for our neighbor. Make sense? Yep. Yep. Okay. And I, and I, and I don't, yeah. And so, but, 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 but be careful. I agree with you, Jeff. Be careful. Cause, cause they're selling you the narrative that says, well, you're doing this. You're killing your neighbor. No, you're not. Yeah. But, but that, but, but that's why you have to be careful. Cause they'll just try to fool you and to say, yes, you are. Cause they'll say, but you're an asymptomatic spreader. And we had Bobby over here that coughed and somebody and uncle Bob got it. And then he died. And if they were at the super, but I always tell those people that we used to say, I said, that's crazy. So just so I'm clear. So, but you don't go to the grocery store. You don't go to the library. I hope you didn't go, mm-hmm. you know, outside at all. I hope you didn't. Cause how did you know that the person that just went there, I hope you don't want to go to a bathroom. Then I hope you're in this room. Lord knows what's coming yeah. to the air conditioning. System. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I always really? laugh at that. Like the air. As a matter of fact, then people started actually speaking out about that. And they actually said, um, what did they say? They said, uh, they, they were like, yeah, that's a good point. And that's when you started saw recommendations come out where they were telling people to wear masks inside. Uh-huh. At home, wear a mask inside. <laughs> By yourself, wear a mask in your house. So, we sit so he- for 1999, we have designed to heal masks that are going on yeah. today. So, so Gosh. as you know, and it's only gotten crazier. And there's been things that have changed. That 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 it's just like what happened with 9/11, where there's you know we're still taking our shoes off at airports, right? Yeah, that didn't happen yeah. before. Yep. Okay, there's things that that unfortunately um, have become normalized that should never have become normalized. That I I pray for people that you'll keep scratching back. I hope that you'll still remember that it was okay to hug people, that you still remember it's okay to shake hands, mm. that it's okay to, you know, you know, have dirt. It's okay to not use, you know, antibiotic, antiseptic stuff on your hands every four seconds. Mm. It's okay to be in a crowd of people. It's okay to go to a rock concert. It's okay to play to jump in the mud. It's okay for your kids to go to school and wrestle with each other. It's okay to cough. It's okay to sneeze. It's okay to have a cold. It's okay. It's okay. But we've, we've literally, some of you have been so traumatized that you can't even, you, 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 it's put a level of fear in you that wasn't there before. And it's unrealistic fear. It's not real. The numbers and the data behind it, you're believing a lie. Mm. And so be prepared when they're going to, but it worked, the fear and the propaganda worked. So you have to be really aware of that now. So it doesn't happen again. Just like if you had a bad experience dating somebody and you had all these red flags and you go, man, when I look back, it was crazy. He was gone. He did this. He did this. He did this. He did this. Or she did this, man, I'm not going to do that again. So Mm. if you come into that relationship again, so when the next thing comes, you guys, whether it's the flu or unknown or this or that, you go, no, 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 not again. I don't care. We don't ever, you say, well, what do we do without the vaccine? We would have done what we should have done, which is you let it live for seven or eight years. And you just, you let it, it just, it is what it is. People might die. People don't have it. But how are we going to sit here years later and go, oh crap, all these people that were dropping dead because of the vaccine. Well, we did the best we could. If you're just going to keep, we didn't do the best that we could. We broke the rules of what we've lived by and called science forever. We didn't do the best we could. We we lived in an illusion. We lived in a game in our heads. Of, well, I hope this works. We'll see what happens. Sounds nice. I don't know. That's the game that we played mm-hmm. instead of realizing that God has created this environment and this world for us to live symbiotically in. It's when you start breaking the rules of God, when you start breaking the rules of nature that you get into all this trouble. And then we wake up later 
but but we can't just go like, well, you know, who would have known? No, a lot of very smart people, including yourself, can know. It's just common yeah. sense, mm. okay? And so we, you know, and we're not done. I mean, we're like said. I mean, it's COVID masks or masks back at Yosemite, right? Yeah, that's I the mean, thing. It'd be nice if we're sitting here going, man. Yeah. that's at least that's in a rearview mirror. It's not. So ask yourself: Are you ready? What are you, you know, and we've had, again, several of these guests mm. on there, you know, uh, Dr. Cariotti, who we had on, you know, who lost his job over this as he's a medical ethics professor at the University of California, who was actually on the government's panel of setting up the, the COVID rules of California. I mean, this is a Californian and he's going, you, we can never let this happen again. So as you're listening to this, when the next thing happens, ask yourself right now, what are you going to do? Are you going to go along with it again and then just play and be like, well, we did the best we could, but you know, what are you going to do? Like, I'm telling you, ask yourself these hard questions now. Mm. Ask yourself right now, what am I going to do if they try to have a mask mandate come back to my school with my kids? What am I going to do if they tell me I have to shut down my business again? What am I going to do if they mandate a jab and if I don't get the jab, I can't have my job anymore? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because you ask yourself those questions now, then and then you begin to act that way now. And you begin to encourage your friends and, and start having better thought processes now. I'm sorry that you had to learn some disgusting things about pharma. I'm sorry you had to learn some disgusting things about your government and about people like Dr. Fauci and these other people that have been playing games and manipulating and been lying to you for decades. I'm sorry that you're just waking up now and it's a lot to handle emotionally i get it but that's no excuse to keep living under that rock that's no excuse that's ben, no excuse and i think it's an old will rogers quote that talked about um and he was speaking of mainly world war ii times when this quote was made to my knowledge that that america no this is true of the, the world and i think this is where you're getting at um is the only nation that has to get into a war before it tries to figure out how to win it mm. right and i think what he was he was really getting at there was exactly what you were saying before if Look, now we know and now we're the wiser. Okay, what is this? If fool me once, we shame should, on you. Well, should we should be the wiser. Right? We be should the be. wiser. But be point, the wiser. point is, all of these things that we've discussed, we've spent 55 minutes reminiscing all of this stuff that's going on and, and really haven't even scratched the ice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, yeah, honestly. I'm sure I forgot so many things that were so crazy. My brain is just... I mean, there's probably people yelling at that. Yeah. Talk about this. Talk about <laughs> yeah, this. Like, yeah. this. We're doing our best here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and But now we know all of these scenarios that six months prior to COVID, let's go back to, you know, to, I don't know August of 2019, yeah. we would have said, no way. No way. Now that it's happened. Yep. Okay. History always what? Repeats. It always repeats. So it's going to happen again. And now you better have a strategy for it this time. Because again, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Right. Mm. Amen. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five-star review and share it with your tribe. To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic. 